When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to August 18th on Big Fish Small Pod. I'm A.T. Werdahl, your host here on Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, kind of a baseball day yesterday, wasn't it? Sandy, great. Marlins, shut out. Jorge Alfaro started at first base. Really interesting. Jesus Sanchez back in action again. But that full outfield of him, Brian De La Cruz, Lewis Brinson... It's uh, like a, a fun group that has room for growth still. And Jorge could fit in somewhere. Sandy, great, gives you reason to win, but the offense didn't do anything. Um, right now, I'm just feeling like, yeah, the Marlins do need a center fielder and a catcher because they need bats. And a center fielder and a catcher. It's a strange place to be. It's like the Marlins know they need some firepower up the middle, scarce positions, rare people, and they're taking their time to figure it out. That's what can happen over these next few months leading into the off season. The Marlins have essentially just a block of marble. They have something like 10 potential rotational pieces for next year. I'm getting that number just like looking at their rotation now, adding some 40-man guys, talking about some prospects that might make that jump. To get to the point that Miami could soon really start to mean something in baseball. It's kind of the time to figure out what that is. Looking at these players, watching these games, seeing like who's necessary for that message. Yeah, I am asking for uh, like a, this is a this is a high standard. The Marlins have talked about sustained success, and in the past we've seen like these teams fully rebuild, like the Astros, and then go on to win a World Series, and that seemed to be like what the fans wanted. I mean, the Cubs World Series, there were like people crying in the streets. How do you like really rationalize to yourself that there's anything different to be had? from this sport because I've been reading national baseball headlines this year and mostly they've made me upset. They'd have you believe that pitching is about just spin rate and that the people that play baseball are all terrible. That Major League Baseball is mostly platforming that while also looking to become more and more exclusive and more about gambling and more about really just like whoever wants them to be about baseball. It's weird uh, just looking at your inbox, knowing that you voted in the All-Star game, so you gave Major League Baseball your email address, so now they are sending like spam about prepaid MasterCards. 
truly bizarre behavior. I don't follow the sport for anything beyond the sport. I like baseball. I want to watch baseball. It's like compelling to me. I like just like the drama at the plate. I like the drama between people in the World Series, how it just kind of all comes to a head where there has to be that confrontation that isn't necessarily so much who wins and who loses. It's more about Clayton Kershaw got his ring. And that, like, experience to get to that point, that's drama. And if this was, like, a like a film company, $1.2 billion is a lot. That's a lot of huge budget films. You can do so much with that to illuminate humanity. I'd fully argue that baseball does not do anything different than film. Obviously, there's, like, a game to it. It's a sport. There's a controlled kind of violence to it. Generations of masculinity in it. Frankly, I get it when people are like, wait, I don't want to watch baseball. I just have no interest. So how can Miami take this time, look at these players, understand who they are, understand what they're building, build a winning team and nullify those objections by actually being something worth watching that makes people's lives better, that provides inspiration. I genuinely think that we as a people just need it. People are out there saying that it's a game and it's not worth taxpayer money and that there's so many more important things to focus on. For me, I've always found baseball kind of like ingrained into my life not through my own actions, but because I have a cousin that currently plays at, uh, at like the AAA level. So it's just like a thing that's intimately embedded into my like life, just like directly um, to talk to family is to talk about baseball quite often. Sometimes it's even been a matter of talking about baseball talking to my family, talking about just the minutia of a 40-man roster has been involved in my, like, just, like, tr trying to, like, talk to my mother. Uh, and I have, like, the utmost certainty that baseball can, like, be an important part of American culture still, again, or whatever. That it doesn't need to just bait on nostalgia to be relevant that it doesn't need to just have merciless talent to be relevant, that this is a game that's played every day. You need consistency. You need success, sustained success. I messed up my S's. The Marlins have seemingly all the time in the world, certainly all the time it would take to know intimately who they have on their roster and where they need to go next. I trust that this organization can play its cards right leading up to an offseason, looking at free agents and potentially targeting, you know, like a actual star in the trade market. But they're putting the player first and hopefully they get players that their current players want to play with. So they have that cohesion and
friendship and just the bond that can be built in a team sport that we might need to see more of in life. Like I've certainly had employers much less competent than baseball teams. There's still something potentially ascendant about the platform. And what we're talking about could really be anything. And I'm really excited to see Derek Jeter, Kim Ang, Don Mattingly figure it out. And to see these players that I really do like to watch. I'm like literally watching the fifth inning from yesterday's game right now, fully knowing how it ends. And I have no doubt that life is better with baseball. Checking in quickly on the minors. Daniel Castano pitched for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Pitched five innings, allowed one run. While Eddie Alvarez returned to, to the Marlins organization, hit a three-run home run, an RBI double. To me, he looked like a Marlin. One Miami Marlins, he was picked off. A pretty sick joke. In double A, Kyle Nicholas got the start for the Blue Wahoos. He went five, allowed three hits, four walks while striking out seven. His ERA at double A now at .9 uh, up. Offensively, team has generally struggled. Uh, Griffin Conine was hitless with two strikeouts, now down to 179. Well, uh, two hits by J.J. Bladé, a double, single, have helped keep him above water, now hitting 202. In Beloit, Victor Victor Mesa had a single in the first, scored a run. Well, uh, Marcos Rivera came through twice in the clutch to put Beloit ahead three, while Antonio Velez was good for four scoreless. Brady Puckett came in for the three-inning save, allowing a run while the snappers won three, two, one. Victor Mesa Jr. in Jupiter scored the team's only run with an RBI triple, bringing Orisis Johnson home for the team's only run. Interestingly, Johnson playing right field, perhaps freeing up his bat from the more demanding shortstop position. And despite a solid start by Michael Given, the Flying Tigers got to Troy Cruz for two under and runs to seal the win three to one. Today, the Marlins will play the Braves again at 7-10, sending Jesus Luzardo against Charlie Morton.